1: Hello! Hello!
0: I have an announcement to make. Oh, go on. I'm going to delete my Twitter account. You are not. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been on there forever. I've, I've been on there, I think, like, since 2007...
1: You were a very early adopter.
0: I was, and and then I've had this account for not quite that long. Um, And like watching it descend into a a sort of toxic swamp full of misogyny and fascism and hate speech. I mean, that's that's one thing. Hmm. But I will not stand for it being bought by a tech bro who smokes doobies (laughs) Doobies. and makes sick burns on Joe Rogan's podcast. It's gone too far.
1: Like in your lingo. When
0: it, when it was just racism <laughs> and, and, and people being vile to each other, I, I would put up with it just in case, like, a famous person followed me or I got a lot of likes on a tweet.
1: I thought the but, main argument was that he could have eradicated world hunger and he bought Twitter instead, so we should hate him for that. Right,
0: right. I mean, I, 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 I'm not saying that he's not terrible. I don't know if he's terrible. I you know, I don't follow these things closely enough. No. But um, what, what if all these companies, though, are owned by terrible people hmm. or tend to be? but we just know about him because he's a show off and puts stuff on social media.
1: I sort of think they're
0: all owned by terrible people because yes. I think you have to be terrible yes. to get to that level. Yeah. yeah so I yeah. think none of these people yeah. are actually nice. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, there oh. might be the exception to the rule, yeah, yeah. but um, it's just funny, isn't it? Like what people will or won't overlook oh. because they enjoy the product.
1: Yes. Yes. But yes. that's, that's
0: what's interesting to me yes. about this whole thing. Mm. Like, I uh, I really like the lady who runs our local cafe, mm. but I found her on Instagram the other day, and I saw she follows Olly Murs.
1: What's wrong with that? I love Olly Murs. You love Olly Murs. Oh, on the voice, he's so nice.
0: I've, I, I'll be honest, I've not been very exposed to him. But, oh, uh,
1: you'd love. I saw. Him. I, I
0: watched Starstruck recently, and I didn't. T- I took a gin him. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't um, imagine that. I, I, I'll be honest. I was thinking, who could. What's an uncontroversial opinion I can express here? <laughs> and yeah, we, we've we've turned into Twitter and microcosm, haven't we? We've I'm divided into two camps. Furious, with yeah, you. and now it's just going to escalate from here on in. Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll leave that whole subject then. Um, it was my birthday. Yep, you got me some lovely fudge and some lovely notebooks. Thank you. Pleasure. I ate the fudge in the bath. I felt so decadent. So
1: decadent. I think you did it in the morning as well. Did you? Yeah, do it I, did, in the yeah. Morning? I had a day bath. Yes.
0: And <laughs> ate the fudge. It was just. I felt almost depraved. I, I, it is a little bit depraved, yeah. but
1: I like it. It's a real birthday thing to do.
0: Yes. Um, Any other day? <laughs> no. <yeah. laughs> um, I got so few cards this year that my wife put up a card I'd been sent by a travel insurance company. <laughs> It must have had like my date of birth from when I bought a policy, and just send out cards.
1: Uh, it's a bit like that. It's a Christmas at our house, like the ones yeah. from Indian takeaway. Could, could yeah. Go up. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty depre- depressing. I'm telling myself it's because people don't send cards anymore. It's out of fashion. But then if I go to other people's houses on the birthday, not mine. Maybe they've just got less fashionable friends than I have. Maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <maybe. laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, a lot of people posted on my Facebook wall.
1: Oh, that there you go. That's what people do these days. Yeah,
0: which which was lovely. It
1: takes some effort, though. It, it? It, yeah. it, it,
0: it's, I thought that was really nice. I did like it. I mean, I, I, a lot of them were those people who, you know, they've kind of merged with the web at this point. You know the ones I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I mean, the, the people who. Like live most of their lives on Facebook. Like they change their profile picture most days. Right, right. Like they're always doing posts asking if someone has baby clothes to send to Romania. Like you know the type. Like and then there'll be another post about if you get a DM from me, I've been hacked. uh, About cheap sunglasses. It wasn't me. Yeah, 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 that that type of most of not most of them, but a sizable a sizable chunk of them were 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 those people. I think you know they're they're probably the ones who are one step ahead and they're already living in the metaverse. Yes, yeah. You know they'll be laughing. When we're left behind in the uh, apocalyptic wasteland of reality, um, guess what I got from Sarah? What did you get? Nothing yet. Why not? Well, she she ordered me um a new dressing gown,
1: right? Which
0: I'll just say is an odd present from somebody who's always telling me I should get dressed <laughs> and leave the house. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: it's like she's encouraging, enabling, you. it's yeah. enabling. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but
1: do you, you ask for it? No. Oh wow, okay. I would never. Do you think she's hoping you might get a bit more Hugh Hefner with age? <laughs>
0: Maybe. I know you do that asking for birthday presents thing, but mm, oh yeah, I, I want somebody to prove to me just how thoughtful they are.
1: I, I want them to you want them to know what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Whereas you don't want to run the risk of getting something you don't want. No,
1: I just there's something I want usually. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. right,
0: right. Um, and then anyway it didn't turn up on time which it, I sort oh. of feel for her because it's awful when that yeah, happens yeah, yeah. but I do respect her because she didn't then try and make some kind of voucher or miniature <laughs> version of it that would be you know that thing
1: Yeah, I, I do that oh, thing come on not good. the vouchers great hours mm, on know. Photoshop I spent doing those vouchers <laughs> Is it? Is it arrived yet, this dressing gown. Not yet, no. Oh, right, because I'm It's nearly thinking, a
0: week after my birthday.
1: I, I mean, I don't want to put ideas in your head, but I'm thinking if it's taken this long, personalised, monogrammed, surely, don't you think? Oh,
0: yeah. It wouldn't take this long
1: otherwise, would it?
0: I hope it's like a silky boxer's robe with my name on the back.
1: It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. Oh. I'm excited now.
0: I'm excited now. Can't
1: wait to hear next week.
0: We um We went to karaoke.
1: Oh, yes. How was that?
0: Well, it was a disastrous start... I, I got to do the first song because it was my birthday mm. and I've had it in my head for a while that the next time I went to karaoke I really wanted to try hey Mickey you're so fine you're so fine you blow my oh, mind oh
1: yeah yeah
0: went very very poorly can you just
1: set the scene a bit can I just confirm was it just the two of you or was it No, people no sorry, oh, it's sorry. More yeah, people. yeah
0: yeah no. okay. yeah yeah I was huge it. I mean, it was, <laughs> no no it's just it was us and another couple oh okay okay to be honest like I do find it odd that she didn't so Sarah organised it mm. and she invited one other couple mm. and it's it's a group that it's Nick and Catherine. Oh yeah, I, I think you would slot very easily into that group. Oh, like, she
1: asked we said no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could have come. Thanks, Sarah. I mean, yeah. you just
0: tend not to go out of an evening that you, you, you've you only there. had a babysitter once, haven't you? Um, or twice? Well, well, yeah,
1: maybe three times. Okay, then. not okay. so much. Oh, it's lots then. No, That's
0: right. Yeah, I don't know why. I w- I don't know why. I feel slightly awkward talking about it now.
1: No, I don't. I couldn't honestly. Couldn't care less. So
0: I do enjoy karaoke with you. No,
1: no, it's fine. Another time. Yeah. Next birthday. Because it's the
0: same group who went to Mamma Mia. Did the they party. buy your birthday
1: card? Because I bought your birthday card.
0: They did. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah, fine, yeah.
1: fine. Fine.
0: Fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> Should we? Maybe I will just call down to Sarah and see why she no, didn't. No, don't. Invite you. No, this
1: would be embarrassing.
0: No, I just I'm just curious now because it's oh, created an awkwardness. I'm.
1: I do not Can I tell you? I don't feel awkward. Yeah, but
0: the listeners are going to want to know, aren't they? <laughs> like if I was listening to this, I, You know, it's an unanswered question. It's I don't feel like we can move on to anything until we get an answer to okay. the to the question. Hang on. All right, then. Okay, fine. Hello. Hi. Hi. So we're just talking on the podcast about my birthday and I mentioned the karaoke, which instantly, you know, led Annabelle to ask why she wasn't invited. I did
1: not. I did not say that. I did not. I did was, not. There was an awkward pause. There was no where... awkwardness. There was no so you want me to explain because I was the one who arranged and I didn't include her. So you want me to mm. explain that now to her? Is that what you're? No, no it's no, more, it's no.
0: more for the listeners because they'll be wondering. I think. I think what it was is
1: Nick. So yes. You
0: went with Nick and Catherine. Yes.
1: And Nick and I had been backing and forcing a lot about when we were going to see each other and when uh, the four of us could sing together. Uh, and nothing was coming up. Nothing was working. And I was like, "Oh wait,
0: what if I two birds, one stone?" Uh, and we sort of got together and did this karaoke thing on Jeff's birthday, uh, and then
1: like and asshole i didn't go oh you know what we should do is then as long as you're making it a group we should just bring tom and annabelle i just Mm. never never
0: had that moment which is which which is is mostly because i get to see annabelle
1: every week Mm, yeah 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 i'm I'm honestly it's fine i'm i'm honestly fine but interestingly i was i almost said something about it in the kitchen and i was like oh I, I suddenly feel weird mentioning the karaoke because <laughs> i sort of forgot to include annabelle and tom
0: uh, but i think it's
1: good that we're having such an
0: honest discourse yeah yeah it's, well it's, thank, thank you for not saying it's because annabelle pulls focus <laughs> annabelle doesn't pull focus With that singing of hers <laughs> oh just an enhancement your friend John Connor yeah 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 yeah. A nightmare but yeah. <laughs> no Annabelle just, just enhances I just forgot okay Okay. alright well th- thanks bye. bye there you go there's that little uh, loose end tied up mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, uh, my Mickey was terrible it's the chorus yeah. it's like oh Mickey what a- it's, it's too high, high. once oh, it yeah. drops a bit it's fine But you know what I've done it before on that and yeah, it is difficult yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, so there was nothing I didn't do anything great like I did pretty solid harmonies with Sarah on Yazoo on the U. Oh, I love
1: that. Nice. And
0: then I made a decent fist of Simon Smith and His Amazing Dancing Bear. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which I'd never done before, but might go into the repertoire. Um, But then they have this thing where you can pre-select the last song Mm. so that when you're about to run out of time, you make sure you get the whole of the final song in. Uh, So it just cuts in.
1: Nice, nice.
0: And it went went horribly because I was allowed to choose it because it was my birthday. Yep. First and last songs, so we, which I did. So picture this: it's about five two when we're finishing, and Sarah and Nick and Catherine are up and they're singing some Backstreet song, Backstreet Boys song that I don't really know, but mm-hmm. they're having such a good time; it's a real party vibe. Yeah. And then, in the middle of a chorus, it just cuts, and the sound of a banjo comes in. <laughs> right, and it's um, the Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. Buzzkill. <laughs> Exactly. And, and I sort of envisaged this Aww. to be like a, a, everybody had to sing it at yeah, the nice end of the night. Yeah, sway. But, but they, um, they, they thought that I just wanted to sing it on my own for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So they all sit down. Oh, no. And then I start singing it. And honestly, it was like the longest three minutes or whatever it was. <laughs> of my life i'm drenched in sweat i'm feeling very vulnerable it's a small booth i can't maintain eye contact with anybody and and then at the end there's like this polite smatter but really i can tell they're just all aggrieved because they were having a real party time and then they had to listen to me feebly sing a song by a frog
1: i'm so glad that i was cruelly shunned so glad
0: (laughs) i never felt more vulnerable um Oh, and then at the end, like, so we're we're standing, Nick and I are standing in the the reception, waiting for Sarah and Catherine to come back from the toilet. And Nick starts making small talk with the woman behind the reception. Mm -hmm. Now, to her left, she's got a bank of screens, camera, you know, CCTV screens into each of the karaoke booths. Mm -hmm. And he says... What's the what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen on there then? Good,
1: good question. Right. Very good question.
0: And she says, "I, I I've seen it all." Ooh. Like nothing nothing can shock me. And then she says, and "You know, I mean, obviously lots of people do the obvious." And then leaves it hanging there. Right. I'm thinking like the obvious is sing bow rap. <laughs> <laughs> But that's clearly not what she means. No, no, no. So, like, Nick Nick blurts it out. He says, What? Like, having sex? Mm. And she goes, Uh huh. Wow. Can you believe that? I just don't understand how singing,
1: bro Rap, for example, could turn into sex.
0: I don't, but I do know what I want to do for my birthday next year. Now.
1: <laughs> Definitely not coming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So last week, we uh, we blew into the big horn to ask for stories. We did. We sounded the horn yeah. to the drifters mm-hmm. uh, saying, uh, send us your stories of um, social interaction gone awry. How, how did that go?
1: They all came galloping over the hill. Fantastic. Firstly, Lucy. Okay, your plea for embarrassing stories has prompted a flashback to the day I started sixth film at a new school about 20 years ago. It's one of those memories that leaps out of nowhere to haunt you when you least expect it. Our new form tutor set the class one of those horrendous icebreakers, the aim of which was to try to learn everyone's names. Each person had to say, My name is so-and-so and and I like something beginning with the first letter of their name. Moving round the room, perfectly sensible preferences were put forward. My name's Bill and I like burgers. My name's Zoe and I like zebras. Panic was rising within me as the spotlight of doom worked its way towards me. What would I say? My brain froze. All too soon, it was my turn. I blurted out, "'My name's Lucy and I like lorry drivers.' Oh, God, why did I say this? I could have said anything. (laughs) Lemonade, lions, lightning. But no, that would have been way too normal. The whole class laughed and the teacher said afterwards, you're never going to live that down. (laughs) To be fair, I think that everyone remembered my name afterwards, though. And I hastened to add I had no interest whatsoever in lorry drivers or even lorries, for that matter. (laughs) That's an awful question
0: to ask. Go on, do it.
1: Well. I tried it myself earlier to see what I would say and the first thing that comes to my head isn't too bad I would say my name's Annabelle and I like animals and I have to say I'm not crazy about animals but like it's it's a normal thing to say yeah go yeah, on yeah. your turn oh
0: god uh, my name's Jeff and I like gnomes <laughs>
1: okay okay what? okay it's a terrible question yeah, you yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's a terrible question yeah. yeah okay let's go on to Jane then like many drifters, I avoid physically going shopping as much as possible, much preferring to do things online where only our robot overlords can judge me. <laughs> a few months ago, though, I needed some last minute bits, so I popped into a supermarket with my two year old. We'd had a busy morning at soft play and we were both tired and a bit cranky and in need of some lunch. As we went in, I put on my face mask and took off my glasses. I'm short-sighted and need to wear glasses pretty much all the time, but I find wearing them and a face mask impossible. So I took my glasses off and started stumbling about, squinting at everything. Once I got my items, I was desperate to get out of the shop as quickly as possible. I normally use the self-checkout machines, but getting to them meant walking past a long line of free cashiers, sitting twiddling their thumbs and looking expectantly at me. It seemed a bit rude to ignore them. That's a whole other question, is it? (laughs) So I I chose one till and the rigmarole of placing stuff on the conveyor, etc. started. When I got to the actual till, I noticed a sign had been placed in the bagging area. It's one of those temporary kind of signs in an A4 plastic stand. You know, the ones that usually say card only or that the checkout is closing. There was a lot of text on the sign and it was in quite small font. With my eyesight being so poor, I couldn't read what it said without my glasses on. By this point, my super mardy toddler was trying to make a break for it. So I forgot about the sign and continued trying to get through the transaction as quickly as possible. The cashier, however, seemed a bit upset about something. She kept nodding vigorously, and motioning theatrically with her eyes towards the shop window. She seemed to be trying to draw my attention to something, but I couldn't work out what she wanted me to do. So I just asked her if I could pay by card. She seemed to ignore this request entirely and continued jerking her head to one side. I lifted my card up, asked again, and she thrust the card reading device at me. As I turned to go, she rolled her eyes at me without having said a single word to me throughout the entire transaction. I had no idea what I'd done wrong, but assumed that she was being judgy about my toddler's pre-tantrum whining. I shrugged it off, grabbed my shopping and started walking off. As I ran to the packing area of the checkout, I got somewhat closer to the temporary sign I hadn't been able to read previously. I gave it a good hard squint as I walked past, but I still couldn't read most of the sign. I did, however, manage to pick out a few words. Those words being deaf, lip read and mask. Uh... Now, you and the listeners have probably guessed what was going on already. No, but it all fell rather more slowly into place for me than it should have. By the time I realised that the cashier was deaf and that she was asking me to lower my face mask so she could read my lips, I was halfway to the car. She must have been motioning to the sign all along. I felt absolutely and utterly mortified. No wonder she'd been so annoyed with me. I toyed for a moment with going back to apologise, but I was so appalled with myself I couldn't face it. I suspect my apologies and excuses would have just made it worse anyway. So instead, I just have to accept that I am a truly terrible <laughs> human being and the reason why online shopping exists.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Mm. Um, that, that just, to, just at the end there, it occurred to me that stories of apologies, trying to apologise and making it worse, yes. or trying to smooth things over and making it worse, could be a good Potential. I
1: was thinking then I bet you would have gone back.
0: I would have done. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 I might have written a note. Yes, yes, yeah. It would have gone bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have written a note and then in the time it would have taken me to write the note, they they would have gone on their break. Yes. (laughs) And then I would have had to describe who I was talking to, to one of the colleagues, but felt awkward about using the word deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But that, that, yeah, uh, that that was... uh, that was quite something but if you've got stories about trying to make things better and making it worse or you know um the other email i think very much was uh, attempts at ice breaking that make things more frosty <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: um yeah please attempts at ice breaking causing a new ice age <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh please send us yours um Thank you for the ones we've had so far, but yes. we need to. Uh, we, we've we've got a trickle coming in now, mm-hmm. but we need to open. Is it a floodgate that we need to open? I'd love a floodgate. Maybe a floodgate would be too many. No, I'd, I'd happily okay. drown in them. Um, it's hello at adriftpodcast.com. <laughs> Annabelle, let's have another way in which you are not a fully functioning adult.
1: So I took my four-year-old son swimming on Saturday for the first time ever. I probably should have done it before, but I'm telling everyone, including myself, that all those lockdowns prevented me, when the actual truth is I don't like getting my hair wet. And he did go a few times as a baby, but Tom did that. So this was the first one for me. And what I think must be my first time in a community swim pool since I was about 12. Mm. But it could have been yesterday for how quickly the smell brought it all back for me. <laughs> And I was immediately 10 again and going round all the lockers to check if someone left their 20p behind. <laughs> it's a pound now, which is above inflation because it should only be 64p because I checked on the Bank of England inflation calculator. But I do concede the lockers that took only 64p would be a bit annoying. So I can sort of see why they've rounded up to a pound. Anyway, I was disappointed to see there wasn't the sign saying no petting, ducking, etc. So I did a load of petting and ducking. That was great. <laughs> there was a very prominent sign telling swimmers not to wear jeans in the pool, which I found amazing that there were enough people doing this that they felt the need to hire a sign writer and have a sign made. Are people like trying to shrink their Levi 501s like, in the bath <laughs> again? I don't know. The swimming session itself was pretty uneventful. My son loved it. I found that I'm still the hungriest I ever am after swimming. Nothing's changed there. (laughs) I did a wee and no red dye appeared. So that's still a myth. Not really. There was red dye. (laughs) What was eventful was the journey home. Now, I drove because it's an hour walk and no direct public transport to get to this place. So picture this. I turn into a road. It's a fairly narrow road with cars parked on both sides. So there's only room for one car to travel up and down it. As I turn into it, there are no cars coming towards me, so I confidently drive up it. About three quarters of the way up, a car turns into the road from the opposite direction and drives towards me. There's nowhere for me to pull in, and this car is not pulling in. It just moves towards me until we're both stuck facing each other. Oh, God. It's fairly unbelievable that anyone would do this. But I'm not going to make a fuss, obviously. So I prepare to verse out of this awful situation. But I look round. There's three other cars behind me. We would all have to reverse all the way back up this road. So I have to get out of my car and go to the other one, being driven by a middle-aged man. And have to say, sorry, could you reverse? Because I've got three cars behind me. And he says, I'm not reversing. I'm happy to sit here all day, but I'm not reversing. (laughs) I know, it's incredible. The drivers behind me are getting impatient now and beeping their horns and I'm starting to feel like it's my fault because they're all middle-aged men. Oh. And deep down I know I'm a middle-aged woman and so I'm no different to them. But I feel like a 17-year-old child and they're all headmasters. <laughs> I have to do the very worst thing. I have to shout, Can we all can we all reverse? And then I have to like because some of them have got their windows up, so they can't. I think they can't hear me. I have to do this reversing gesture with my hand, even though I don't know how to do a reversing no. gesture. It looks more like I'm the queen doing her special wave. <laughs> then another car pulls up. There's now four cars oh, behind me. God. I'd rather at this point just accept that this is gridlock and do a Michael Douglas and abandon my car and then buy a baseball bat, smash up a convenience store and then end up with a gun from a gang member and shoot up a phone booth. And I'll stop now If anyone that hasn't seen Falling Down. Don't want to do spoilers. The man in the car behind can obviously see how Ill- ill-equipped I am to deal with this situation. So he gets out and tries to talk to the no-reversing, happy-to-sit-here-all-day man. Yeah. Now, this new man, he's a taxi driver, and he's got this resigned air that suggests he has to deal with this stuff all day. Yeah. Makes no difference. The men at the back of the queue get fed up now, so they start slowly reversing out, so then the others can. And then it's my turn, and I am... Oh. so bad at reversing oh, I, I am terrible in my defence you don't have to do it much when you drive there are no reverse drive motorways for example is that a good defence?
0: <laughs> I mean I can't even drive and I know, just the prospect of going backwards seems oh, awful to it me it is
1: anyway I'm going really slowly and even though I've got the wheel totally straight for some reason I keep going wonky and like going towards the other cars so I keep having to go forward a little bit to straighten up and then back again oh. and the whole time I've got this bad man like right in front of me like looking into the whites of my eyes going forward because he's happy to go forwards. He just won't go backwards. And I'm still flustered about how bad I am, even though I absolutely shouldn't care and this is his fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I did reverse out and I went home a different way because I was too scared to go down that street again. (laughs) And then my son loves me so much, we went back again the next day, but I made us do the two-hour round journey on foot and bike because I couldn't face even the (laughs) 0.001% chance it would happen again. (laughs)
0: In addition to it being my birthday, we had Gene's birthday party Ooh. at the weekend as well. Now, his birthday was actually the week before, but his cousins were over visiting from America, and he was very adamant that he didn't mix his cousins with his friends. Totally get that. Oh, so I think that shows such emotional intelligence. Doesn't it? <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah.
1: He knows it would be too stressful, yeah. even at this age. Yeah. How old is he? Six? Yeah. So he knows already. Yeah,
0: um, and, and what we did is we, we got a big table downstairs in the local pizza restaurant for free. And then hired an entertainer.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Uh, told the parents to drop their kids off and then pick them up again two hours later. Mm-hmm. And it was just great because I didn't have to interact with any other parents.
1: Yes.
0: The entertainer ran the whole thing. Brilliant. So I basically just got to, to watch a show, eat some pizza and touch a rabbit.
1: That sounds like heaven. It was great. Brilliantly planned. They I mean, had to sing
0: happy birthday, but apart from that. <laughs> to
1: your own son. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um,
0: what was awkward about it is it was really small. It was a table for eight, which meant, you know, it was only eight kids invited. Mm-hmm. Well, seven. If, um, and then, like, worrying about people not on the guest list finding out.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Like So the next day, Sarah had someone and their kid around for for lunch. And I had to hide the balloons in the cellar.
1: No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you can't just say, oh, you know, there's only it was a small... At uh, what fair. point do you
0: bring it up? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Do you highlight or do you wait for them to say something? Say, oh, was it? Because if they say something, they'd become passive aggressive. Oh, oh did, uh, did someone have a party he, then?
1: Did he do anything for his birthday? Yeah, yeah, and then
0: it's weird to go, well, listen, I want you to know, we had a party yesterday. The reason <laughs> you weren't invited was <laughs> yeah. it was just eight and you didn't make the cut. Yeah, yeah. It's very. I remember that about my wedding, mm. at a small wedding, and some people I found it easy to have that conversation with, and some people I just avoided the issue mm. altogether, which wasn't wasn't a good strategy really, as it turned out. <laughs> um, I left it. I did sort of kind of get people taking umbrage because, e- even though you would think that I would just be relieved not to be invited to things, mm. what I actually want is to because I feel slighted. I can feel slighted if I'm not. So I want to be invited mm, mm. and then, like, spiral with anxiety until a week before whatever it is I've been invited to, at which point I'll think of a, a very implausible, elaborate excuse that mm. they'll see straight through as to why I'm not going and then dump on them the problem of having a space where, <laughs> where I RSVP'd yes. So and, you'd and, rather and, go yeah. through
1: all of that than be slighted? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Because then then they have to then say to somebody, hey, I'm having a party on Saturday. Do, do you want to come? It's strange that you didn't mention it earlier. <laughs> then they know that they, they were on the reserve list. Mm, mm, mm. But then that's not my problem, isn't it? No, no, places. no. Yeah, um, anyway, uh, that was good. What else was I going to tell you about? I'll tell you, there's a place around, around the corner that started selling really good bagels.
1: Oh, nice.
0: So previous, because Sarah is very fussy about bagels. I think you can get very good bagels in London, but that she likes a New York-style bagel. Right. And I've become a convert. Um, and actually, there aren't that many places you can get good ones.
1: Can you describe the difference?
0: <sighs> Chewiness, I think, is a factor. Okay. Um, and then the sort of toppings. Okay. I, I, the, the, there will be an actual difference <laughs> okay,
1: okay sorry I wish I hadn't asked I'm so sorry no because I, I
0: don't I don't know what <laughs> right, it is right. but the, you know they're two different things okay okay because um, people who live in London will be going what about Brick Lane mm-hmm. what about those bagels And that's different Sarah, Sarah didn't like those bagels okay, okay. so it's a different thing um and, and previously to get good ones we, we had to take two buses and, and travel for like 40 minutes so we don't get them that often yeah but the problem is there's a place just around the corner on the high street now and um and I can get them whenever I want them. So i am eating a lot of bagels. Great. And they do. Do you know what an everything bagel is? Nope. So you get poppy seed bagel, mm-hmm. a sesame seed bagel, mm-hmm. and onion bagel. Mm-hmm. It's a bagel with all, all of the above on it. No. Like whatever you can have on top of a bagel. The very, like th- these are just, it's, it's an everyday item in the States, I think. Certainly in the big cities an everything bagel. Really? But I, I feel, and, and I really like them, but I feel embarrassed every time I buy them it feels a bit like uh, something a child would invent
1: i i see do you know what If its childhood and thousands yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on
0: everything on it yeah 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 it does it's yeah, yeah. one everything yeah yeah, yeah 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 um what do you consider to be the um the the best bagel filling
1: i'm the wrong person to ask Jeff. i mean i'd like a gherkin in there but Maybe a bit hummus. I mean I'm not I'm I mean in the past I would have said cream cheese and gherkin. Oh, but, but
0: you you've vegan now of course and vegan cream cheese isn't up to snuff. Never tried yeah.
1: it. I probably maybe have hummus and gherkin. I, I,
0: I think the classic is um, cream cheese, tomato, maybe a bit of red onion, salt and pepper. Great. Sounds delicious. But I'm really into and there's a reason I mentioned this but I'm I'm really into butter, marmite and hummus.
1: Oh, okay. I've not tried that.
0: Well, Let me tell you something. Years and years and years ago, we we were on the radio and we were doing a thing where people were ringing in to tell us why they were a culinary genius and what they'd invented. Mm. And somebody texted, try butter, marmite and hummus on a bagel. Mm. And I remember thinking, I'm going to try that. It sounds unlikely, but I'm going to give it a go, which I did. And it's fantastic. It's really good. A few years later... I read an interview with Paul McCartney mm. in which he said he likes to eat butter oh. mar- hummus oh. on a bagel. And I'm wondering if it was him that texted in.
1: <laughs> Do you think he's regularly texting into shows? I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I mean, yeah, maybe it was him. Well, maybe he heard it. It could be either of those it. two
0: things. I mean, if he invented it, mm. I mean, that's quite something to have been such an innovator musically. Mm, yes. Culturally. Yes. And invent a, bay, a toasted bagel with butter, marmite and hummus. Multi
1: talented.
0: That could be his greatest contribution.
1: Well, maybe, yeah. I don't
0: know. One more thing on the um, on the bagel thing.
1: You can get marmite hummus, I just remembered.
0: The, the, not the, the same, not the, strong the, enough. the proportions aren't right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It never yeah. is, never yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Um, so, last night, mm. Sarah came into the living room mm-hmm. with the hummus. I consider it to be... My hummus, but I, I know that that's not fair. Right. And she had sliced up a cucumber and was using it as crude to taste to dip in the pot of hummus. Oh. I really don't like cucumber. Mm. And I feel that that pot of hummus mm. was then infected with the taste of cucumber. <laughs> infected, yeah. And I had to buy a new one. Well,
1: it's quite a wet fruit, isn't it? It's, is it a fruit or well, cucumber? I, just, I, I paused, didn't I? It's got yeah. a, if it's got seeds in it, it's a fruit, isn't it?
0: Oh, mm. I did not know that. Mm. Um, So what I want to know is if you are dipping something into a, a, a spread or whatever hummus is, mm. should you decant it?
1: Well, definitely if you plan to double dip, obviously. Yes. And definitely if it's going to leave some residue, for example, a, a highly flavoured crisp. And I think the cucumber would leave a little bit of residue. A carrot, I think... You could probably get away with. Okay. That's my opinion.
0: How should I address it?
1: Oh, you haven't addressed it already?
0: Not yet. No, I've been waiting. I I thought I'll do my own little mini quandary corner before we, before we come on to quandary corner.
1: Um... I mean, how often is she doing this? It hasn't happened yet, but right. I want to head it off at the past. Okay.
0: I'm thinking passive aggressive post it <laughs> note.
1: <laughs> it feels very awkward to bring it up after, like, so long after. Like, it if was you bring only it last night. I know, exactly. If you bring it up at the time, that's normal. To bring it up even an hour later is a bit weird.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay. I think you may have just had an insight into how yes, I approach issues yes, in my marriage. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Quandary Corner at the Glap Clinic here in Problematic.
1: Paul says, I am definitely fairly high on the drifter scale, but am adept at hiding it. I have enough small talk to get me through most social situations, as long as they don't last longer than three minutes. And there's recently been some interesting weather or news items. I live in a block of six flats, which has quite a large area of gravel around the base of the building. As it's just a dead end and I'm on the ground floor, I've gradually filled this space up with pot plants. My neighbours seem to like it, which is great. Quite often, if it's nice, I'll take a chair out and read a book or something. This is usually just on my own, but often people will pass in or out and I can manage a few friendly quips about the weather, game, etc. But recently, I started feeling guilty about just using it myself. So in a moment of madness, suggested that we communally buy a bench. They love the idea. I am now scared to use the aforementioned bench in case I have to socially interact with my neighbours. I'm considering moving. Any advice welcomed?
0: Don't make a rod for your own back.
1: Oh, that was a true moment of madness. Yeah. He must have been feeling a bit like high on life and it just came out. And,
0: oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry that happened. Could you start doing something really antisocial on the bench? Like what? I don't know. Just like give the bench a, a bad name. Maybe it with <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe offensive graffiti. Maybe sit chaps
1: so that your bare buttocks
0: so, are yes, it. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, a good idea. Yeah, you're not, you're not yeah.
1: exposing yourself. No. But it's clear that your bare buttocks are touching it. That might be off-putting.
0: Yeah, you need to make the bench undesirable.
1: Eat very messily on it or something very smelly.
0: Yes. Put a plaque on it. So <laughs> so the racist's bench.
1: <laughs> there we go. There's your answer. Great. Let's move on.
0: Well, but then who might it attract? Oh, oh dear.
1: What <laughs> might, might, what might, might they want to talk about? Yeah.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. Oh.
1: Mm. Mm. Well, any of the above. <laughs> yes. Right. This is from Mark. I was walking back to my workplace after a lunchtime trip into town and I reached a zebra crossing, which leaves you waiting for ages. Just as the green man appeared, a workman appeared by my side, asking me of where he could find somewhere to eat. Oh, this brought me into a blind oh no, panic oh So I'd no. waited long enough to cross. So what I ended up doing was pointing in the general direction of town, direction of town while crossing the road and basically leaving him none the wiser. And after I'd left, I thought of a totally different direction I could have sent him to. Is there any way I could have handled this better? Should I have just waited for the next green man?
0: So you can't really say, look, I'm just going to cross over, but I'm going to shout to you from the other side. No,
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Could you pretend that you're foreign and don't understand? So, uh, I always think oh. the trouble with that is,
0: mm. what if you pick a language that the other person could speak? Always worries me. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's too high risk of strategy. Okay. Because even if you were to pick a very obscure language, mm. like the, if if that person then could speak that language, they'd the really worst. want to show it off.
1: Yeah. yes, the worst. I think what I would honestly do in that situation is say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so late. I've just, I've got to go. Sorry, 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 sorry. I do that. If you say sorry enough times, is yeah, it, yeah, it okay? Yeah. I think so. Oh, it's that man over there. He looks yeah. like he knows. <laughs> Oh, I'm not from round here
0: I'm not from round yeah. here Next time that happens, there I'm you go not I'm not from, here. from round here, brilliant. brilliant There we go And that was our podcast. If you have a quandary for Quandary Corner or you have a story for us, we're still um, eager for submissions. You can email us. It's hello at adriftpodcast.com. Thanks to Man and the Echo for the backing music. Oh, they emailed me. Oh, They've got a new single. Oh, oh my goodness. I forgot all the it It was on my birthday and um, I got distracted and I never replied to it, which I'll do after the... Show okay, okay. It's called How Julius Beat the Goals. Oh, I love the sound and of that. And it came out um, on Monday through their label, Still Nil Nil Records. They're going to be touring the UK in September and October. Tickets go on sale on twenty ninth of this month. Great. I'm going to. Um, I'm, I'm going to listen to that. Me too. Um, good to know that. I was only wondering when they do some more stuff oh. the other day, and, and they're, they're like a birthday present that I forget to uh, say thank you for, very rudely. There it drops into my lap. So, uh, yeah, new Man and the Echo single, and thanks to them for the backing music, and to Emily Harrison for the incidental music. Carla Gowlett took our photos. Kim Rainey designed our artwork. And uh, I'll finish this week by saying, um, my name's Lucy, and I like lorry drivers. Podication time. And this comes from Kate Watmo, who says, hi, Annabelle and Jeff. Hi. Hi." I want to podicate an episode of a drift to my dad, Adrian, the original drifter in our family and the source of my inherited social discomfort. Unfortunately, my dad is terminally ill with leukemia, something that me and my mum have been struggling to come to terms with over the last year since he was diagnosed, but something he has faced with a level of courage we can hardly fathom. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear. Yeah. That's uh, that's a difficult thing for, for the family. I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, Kate gives us a little background mm-hmm. on Adrian. She says, he's the archetypal drifter, quiet, awkward, never making a fuss. This is the man who watched in real time... As an MOT company actually damaged the underside of his car, causing over a thousand pounds worth of damage whilst winching it into the air rather than to make a fuss or complain. No. Um, But through his cancer treatment And the amazing support he has had Through his brilliant NHS team He has found his voice The amazing doctors and nurses In the haematology unit Have become his friends and confidants And it's been incredible to see him conversing With an ease like never before I think in part this is testament To the brilliant NHS staff he's encountered But also a realisation That at the end of things It's important to say what you want to say So... I suppose this is a three-pronged podication. Firstly, to my dad, who has been a brilliant guiding force in my life and who is responsible for me being the person I am today. Secondly, to our marvellous NHS and the brilliant staff who dedicate their lives to the service of others. But thirdly, to all drifters. I hope we can all realise, as my dad has done, that sometimes, even through the pain of social awkwardness, it's far braver to say what you think and feel, especially to those um, those you care for the most. In his final months, my dad has overcome this barrier and it makes me immensely proud to see him finally find words when before there have never been... uh, Sorry, Um, I'm getting a bit, so Mm -hmm. I'm not reading well. Um, Immensely proud to see him finally find words when before there have been none. Very best wishes, Kate. Well, that's a... I mean, it's a beautiful, podication. I don't feel like anything I, we say now would just be yeah. superfluous. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, this edition of the podcast is podicated in, in, in the ways Kate suggests um, there. Uh, um, and we salute Adrian, who just sounds wonderful. Yes. And if you would like a podication, email us hello at adriftpodcast.com.